within a bleak and dismal swamp, hidden beneath its murky waters, lies the headquarters of the most sinister villains of all time. The Legion of Dams. The meeting will come to order. The Legion of Dans is now in session. It is the purpose of the Legion to align our infamous forces against the power of sad collectors and defeat them, leaving us the rulers of the toy world. To do this, we have gathered together four of the most ruthless and happy toy fans on Earth. The noisy Daniel Lynch. The flexible plastic Dan Newman. The pixelated Dan Erdley. Not to mention the wise old elder and insider myself, Daniel Pickett. We are the Legion of Dans. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Legion of Dans. I'm Daniel Pickett. I'm Danny Newman. I'm Daniel Lynch. And I'm Pixel Dan Erdley. Welcome back, gentlemen. So good to talk to you once again. Yeah, what's going on, guys? There's, a, I feel like there's a lot going on now. We haven't talked uh, all as a group in quite some time, so I feel like we've got a lot of ground to cover. Plus, we just had, uh, you know, the, one of the biggest pop culture events of the year happening. I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess some things happen, you know. <laughs> that's that's that thing out in, in San San Diego. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. I've heard about it. <laughs> so once again, we have we had half the group attending and half the group uh, watching from afar. Yeah. So we'll we'll get that. Uh, no, I think that's good perspective, yeah. kind of because it is like we said for Toy Fair. It's it's very different being there. Yes. And and it's it's very possible to miss stuff uh, as well. I, I think maybe even more so Comic Con than Toy Fair because there's so much ground to cover. Yeah, I was gonna say when it comes to San Diego Comic Con, that's way more the case than Toy Fair because you know everybody's paying attention to things that are happening there, whether it's like trailer debuts or you know panels that are happening so the people that are watching this stuff at home are far more in the know about everything than those of us walking that convention floor i guarantee it (laughs) yeah yeah but also i feel like this year more so than any previous year so much of that stuff did end up online and not just like you know the trailers which is Sometimes surprising because a lot of times they don't put those up for several weeks or at all. But right. the panels themselves, there's a, a ton of that stuff uh, ended up on YouTube, which I thought was great. Yeah. Except so, for uh, the DC panel you moderated because they made me turn my camera off. <laughs> they made. I was moderating it, yeah. and they made us turn my camera off too. I, I know. <laughs> I know. What the heck. <laughs> We, we were we were laughing about that one because it was we we'd sent like you you had gone from covering it to being in charge of it and then like the news just stopped like there was just yeah. nothing there was no Twitter feed there was no pictures there was just like we were just like blackout period while you were while you had switched over to moderating yeah it was it was very very strange I, and I, I I guess I should I didn't think they were going to do that I would have thought they would have brought that up earlier I know Mattel themselves did record it. So I must have, they just wanted to do it on their their own, and I wonder if they have plans to upload it. 
I think I think they're going to put some of it up, but then there was kind of a strange thing I think where you know the panel was uh, like Bill Beneke, Jason Langston, uh, who are Mattel employees, and Julian, who works for Warner Brothers, and then a couple of the the Four Horsemen, and oh, and also Steve, who's one of the other designers. But I think they're not allowed to put the Horsemen in the video because they're vendors or something like that. Really? <laughs> so the video is just going to be like me and the Mattel employees, and then everyone else. <laughs> going to be cut off. Man, how things have changed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, gosh, that's crazy. All right. Yeah. And I don't I mean that I just heard that that might be the case. I don't know. I haven't seen the video yet, but Yeah. That seems a little seems a little strange, but Yeah. Just a little. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was fun and and interesting and a good time and you know, I got to got to see a little peek inside of uh Mattel even more so than than usual, so and you're still here uh, to talk about it, so me out. Tell the tale. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, yeah, is, does that did, did anything else sort of stand out to anyone about uh, Comic Con this year? Anything you were surprised by? Well, uh, I'll tell you for for before I some of the stuff I was surprised about, but one thing that was kind of different for me um, was uh, like you guys were there. And we talk about being at home, but this time I was actually I went through uh, I went through twelve different states that week because they worked. Had, I was traveling for work and I was traveling with my wife, so it was really kind of really just being really disconnected for me this year because I was kind of like okay I'm like looking on my phone I'm somewhere in Indiana and I'm like oh look at this and my wife doesn't care, so <laughs> um, but yeah it was just a really bizarre experience for me this time so I'm probably actually might even hear more from you guys <laughs> that I don't know about. Um, but I tried to kind of get caught up, but just a really interesting thing um, just to not even be that connected to. It. I think I had more one of those really remote experiences where you kind of just hear about it like a week later instead of even being the attentive fan this time. So um, I know that what I kind of felt like, and I don't know if I was me just missing stuff, um, it seemed a lot of was minimal in a lot of ways, or at least the stuff that I care about. It was like DC collectibles would just show like one or two animated figures. Um and just one or two things here, like Star Wars Black was just a few things here. Um, I know that, like, I remember, like, there were a lot of Marvel Legends, I think, and a lot of um, uh, DC Multiverse, which I thought was kind of just out of nowhere. They just really, that kind of exploded. Um, but it was really kind of one where I found I kind of cared a little bit more about the trailers, um, the Hall H stuff, I guess, more than the toys. So it was kind of a real, something's wrong with me inside, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I, it feels like they may, I don't know, Maybe I'm just imagining this, but it, it feels like they made a bigger deal about all of the new trailers that were premiered at San Diego Comic-Con this year, such that like things like Rolling Stone has a feature article ranking the trailers from best to worst oh, wow. and stuff like that. So I don't know. I mean, it's always been a part of San Diego Comic-Con, but I don't know if maybe people are starting to take notice of the fact that, you know, uh, it's a thing uh, more but I definitely was getting getting a lot of like uh, new trailer information coming out of con this year. Wow! Yeah, yeah I, had a, I think it was I think it was Mashable. I think was the site. I don't know if I can, I can plug non non podcast sites, um, but it had like all the trailers on one page, and I probably spent like an hour on that page just you know just going through yeah, each right. little one because it didn't feel like there's anything to skip. I'm like, oh, I want to watch that one. Oh, I want to see that one. Just running through. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I feel like I even missed some of them probably too. And now I want to go to Mashable and Yeah, Mashable. <laughs> and 
It's uh, like Cinemark? every every Comic Con trailer on one page or something like that. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, uh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. I mean, like, I mean, if we're gonna talk about the big big ones, I mean, there was like, uh, I mean, the Justice League trailer, um, yeah. the new King Kong movie trailer. I mean, even things like the Snowden movie trailer, Lego Batman trailer. Um, I don't. I Wonder don't know. Woman. Wonder Woman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, there was definitely some big big things uh, released. And there was a there was a new Doctor Strange trailer too, wasn't there? Yes. Right. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, the week before, because it was Celebration Europe, we got kind of some new Rogue One footage as well. Right. Right. Um, so. And then just what was it yesterday? I think. Or, no, no, no. Well, just just in the last couple of days, there was the new TV spot for for Rogue One. Correct. Yes, that's correct. I think that was yesterday. Or am I imagining that? Nope, you are absolutely correct. Yeah, I don't know. For me, you know, I wasn't, you know, I was was pretty much, I was pretty much just at work, you know, for San Diego Comic-Con this year. But I definitely had my, my don't bother me today face (laughs) on for Thursday and Friday. Like, listen, I'll get my work done, but please don't come anywhere near my cubicle because I'm, I'm multitasking over here. Yeah. I mean, I, I expected to see a Wonder Woman trailer. I did not expect them to have Justice League footage. Yeah, same here. I was really yeah, shocked they had that all, all set. Yeah. Yeah. So, and what I, did you guys? What did, how, what did you guys it. think of that? Okay. Yeah. I was yeah. I actually curious. thought. I mean, I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I, I. I. When when DC switched over to New Fifty Two, you could you could find me among the ranks of the moaners and groaners, and and I'm still not totally like in love with everything that they do. But slowly over time, they're slowly wearing me down. So, and Justice League, I still haven't seen Superman versus Batman, so they're not wearing me down to the point that I go to the theater. Um, <laughs> but uh, the Justice League trailer just was really funny. Um, so I, I got a kick out of it. So it was kind of nice. There were some laughs, and I don't know if they're finally starting to cave on their end, too. Yeah. Like, no like, kidding. Okay, right? okay, we get it. Marvel movies are funny, too. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, definitely, because I had heard an early synopsis of Justice League uh, from some industry folks, and, boy, it did not sound funny at all. <laughs> yeah. It sounded s- sad, you know, just more death and destruction. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, I know Warner Brothers was feeling it when you know, all the criticism came out about Batman versus Superman. So they invited a bunch of like some of the big web press to come out and see the filming uh, of some scenes and, and gave them a synopsis. And this was around the same time that Jeff Johns Mm. got sort of moved into that Kevin Feige role for all the DC stuff. So I think there was a, a very deliberate, uh, reconstructing, uh, for the DC cinematic universe. And, and there was even a quote by Zack Snyder's wife, who's been the producer on all these things saying, well, I guess we were wrong. People don't want their heroes deconstructed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, hats off for, for trying. I, I don't know. Like it, but it constantly feels like DC is just playing catch up and, not really taking 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 a lead and and making smart decisions with this stuff. 
I haven't read all of the uh, reviews for Suicide Squad, but all of, you know, scrolling Facebook today, I couldn't help but notice that, um, it, you know, there was there it wasn't getting a lot of good reviews. Yeah, the, the reviews, the embargo for reviews lifted today, okay. the day that we're recording. And, yeah, there's some rough ones. Yeah. There's definitely some rough ones for yeah, it. Yeah, I think it was sitting at, like, 33% on Rotten Tomatoes earlier. So Unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, it's not faring very well. Now, I guess well, you know we'll see. It, it could change obviously once the normal moviegoers start watching it later this week. But yeah, um, so, I mean, so, it was it's it's been such kind of a high and a low because like yesterday was the premiere in New York City, mm-hmm. and uh, if you follow Paul Dini or his wife uh, Misty Lee, they were there. And, like, he's walking around Times Square, like, there's Harley Quinn, a character he created, like, all over Times Square, and just how excited he was. Yeah. Like, so easy to get caught up, and, like, uh, oh, my gosh, how how awesome is that for him? Yeah, yeah. really. That, that is, is cool. cool. And then for it to, you know, the next day, like, oh, it's not great. <laughs> so, uh, so, folks. Speaking, of, speaking of humor and DC... Uh, you know, um, on, on the, on the screen. Um, I don't know. Do you feel like I'm a big fan of Batman, the brave and the bold, and I'm a big fan of what they did for Aquaman. Um, and I know I'm not alone. Do you think that maybe they were missing the boat a little bit by not kind of pursuing at least to a degree that version of Aquaman? Maybe that's crazy, but that's yeah. something that's crossed my mind in the last couple of days. <laughs> I think that would be awesome. <laughs> I, I feel like uh, Aquaman was the only thing in that trailer that I wasn't super fond of. I just don't know if I get that Aquaman. I think that they're like... Okay, Aquaman's always been kind of like the butt of all the jokes, right? Over all the yeah. years. People are always like, making fun of him as the guy whose superpower is to talk to fish. So it's almost like they just were like, well, we gotta like make him just the most extra ultra badass guy possible it does because everybody exactly makes fun like of him all the time. And yeah. I just don't feel like that was necessarily the move they needed to make. You know what I mean? Like, no. I don't know. Exactly I, I kinda... Go ahead. Go, no, you go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, like, I think that's what Brave and the Bold did right. Like they like they didn't do the obvious thing, like, oh, let's make him the most badass dude in the universe with, yeah. with tattoos and long hair and just yeah. like, a, like a Dothraki you know, <laughs> underwater Dothraki. Let you know, let's let's like actually play off of it, but in the process make him cool just for being sort of I don't know, goofy. Um, I know that probably wouldn't translate to the movies, but I, I still think that that was like that was a genius bit of writing. I, I agree I mean, with that. For me, I don't oh. I don't know that much about the Aquaman character, so I'm not. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, see, I was just gonna say. Now I know I'm not the biggest Aquaman fan on the on the podcast, <laughs> so I, I know that's not true. Um, I, I and and uh, for me though, with him. Um, I, I have never told an Aquaman joke, so there's that. Um, I have loved that character the way that he was when I was a little kid. Um, and one thing though, for me though, is that I also loved how he was in the nineties. I loved that, that hook hand and the long hair and oh. being a little bit of a dick. So like, or sometimes a lot of a dick. 
Um, so when you say you loved how he was as a kid, for you, is that like Super Friends Aquaman, or is that just um, comic both, book both. pre? Um, because okay. uh, like I, I always tell the story on the website, um, I learned to read off of DC reprints. So a lot of 70s DC stories, which there's some really good Aquaman in the 70s, um, yep. I read those as a kid in the reprints. So for me, it's like it's reading that that Aquaman from the 70s that was you know with the Justice League and doing his own stuff with his, with Mera and, and uh, AJ, and um, and then also Super Friends Aquaman, um, and then you know and then like even all the way to Raven the Bold even even any, any, pretty much any version. There's really not one that I'm really not a fan of. I mean that water camo costume questionable, but uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I still bought that figure happily though. Um, so I mean for me I'm I'm, a, I'm a, I, I like him so much that the different incarnations don't they don't really phase me too much in any way. Um, even like sub Diego was one that was uh, not too long ago before the new 52. That was interesting with uh, the water hand was a little weird, but it was, you know, I read it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, but I think maybe that, that nineties version of Aquaman, um, which it still sounds like kind of a, a negative thing to say the nineties version of something. Um, but I like that. So I think that maybe I'm, I might be a little more receptive to the Jason Momoa version just because that's what I see. Um, but I mean, obviously, though, I would agree with you. If if we see the movie, he just is just like all brooding and just mean and just grumpy for grumpy's sake, and badass for badass sake all the time. Then I I will definitely probably get converted into that same camp with you, uh, Pixel Dan. Everybody's got to be Batman in the DC movie. Exactly, exactly. Well, he's got armor in this new one. It's the only thing yeah. they know how to do. They're like, well, let's make yeah. them all Batman. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Superman. Yeah, he's like Batman. <laughs> there's there's a good meme I saw of that of when he's holding uh, Ben Affleck up to the wall, and it's I think it was like I need you, we need to find Nemo, and then Aquaman's like you know why did you say that name? <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be better. <laughs> so, but but I will I will hand off now to to the the like biggest Aquaman fan on the planet though I mean you know really what do you think? You know, like like everything, uh, I try not to be one of those, uh, you know, nerds on the internet that just <laughs> looks at something and goes, I, I completely dismiss this. Yeah, uh, I am open to a new interpretation. Uh, I know that Jeff Johns has a great respect for Aquaman. True, true. Uh, has a great love for him, so he might be able to, you know, I, I know... A, a good chunk of the movie was filmed kind of before he took over, so I'm hoping there's enough wiggle room that he can get in there and sort of hammer out something interesting. So, you know, even with Suicide Squad, I'm going to see it with my own eyes and make my own judgments. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know. What you got? Uh, yeah. I mean, the the Wonder Woman trailer, though, I thought oh, man. really looked dynamite. Yeah, I agree with that completely. I, uh, it just looks so different and so refreshing from everything we've seen from DC so far, you know? Yes. It's brighter, and like I, I just love some of the cool stuff they're doing where, you know, I, I, first of all, it's like a period piece. That's kind yeah, of... That's the yeah. best. Yeah. yeah like, I and like World that. War One. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, that's it's just like the first Captain America movie, it, it did need to be a period piece. Yeah. 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 Sure. And I think this one does too. So, uh, and, and there's not a ton of movies set in world war one either. So I think that's a, a far more interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that, that they made. I think so. that's definitely going to make it just stand out as something completely different 
than everything that they've done. But even just like the the action stuff in that trailer, like how great is it when she pulls out the lasso and it starts glowing gold and she's just oh, like oh, using yeah. it? Oh yeah! Like how cool was that? That was such like a, a fun moment to like just get you all excited for that movie. So I'm really I've really got high hopes for that one. But again, it's bonkers to think that this is Wonder Woman's 75th anniversary and this is. You know, this is the first time she's appearing on screen no was kidding. Superman versus Batman on the big screen. Yeah. yeah. So. But on the upside, I mean, all the gnashing of teeth and all the, like, how would we do it and how would we change this and how would we muck all these different things that they were so worried about, it seems like. And the good news is so far, at least from what we've seen, that they've just got it figured out. Like, they just, at least they got it right. It looks like it's going to be great. Um, yep. And even just, and I mean, I don't, I, I, I won't say that like they're kind of riffing on Captain America the way that they're doing the the, the prequel and or, you know the World War One thing, but I mean, in kind of a way, it, it works. I mean, they kind of gave her that role in a sense, um, mm-hmm. and it really looks like it's going to work for her that way. So I'm, I'm super happy. I just, I just need an enemy ace cameo in that movie, and I'll be good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and, and I, and I think you know also. There was a lot of internet gnashing of teeth when Gal Gadot was cast. You know, yeah. she's too skinny. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the the one thing... I, I, I never heard anyone say anything bad about how she was portrayed in Superman vs. Well, Batman. That's the thing. The one thing yeah. everyone pointed out. I was going to say, at. she's like the shining spot in that movie. <laughs> like, yeah. like, that movie is... I didn't like that movie very much. But the moment she pops up on screen, it's like... Oh man, here we go! <laughs> like you just get so excited all of a sudden, That's and yeah, true. she yeah. was great in that movie. Like, uh, and I feel like everybody feels exactly the same way. Like nobody has anything negative to say about Wonder Woman. Yeah, absolutely agree. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about toy surprises that we, if we have to, yeah, <laughs> we do have to. Okay, we have to. Um, uh, well, I think. For me, uh, just quickly, I will say I was very surprised uh, to see Netflix Marvel oh, Legends. Yes. yes, and it was so yeah. cool. I was so excited by that. Oh my gosh, that Punisher face is perfect. Yeah, yeah sure. Jessica Jones, they both look so great. I hope the final figures look half as good as, half as good. prototypes, you know? I'm yeah. sure that, you know, like the Marvel Legends have all been great, but I know with actor likenesses it gets a little tougher sometimes but man those figures at comic-con look gorgeous yeah they did yeah and i I hope that this is like gonna lead to like do we know is that gonna be like a whole wave of netflix characters or or are they gonna mix those in with uh like comic stuff like they've been doing i suspect they will mix in uh, because we know they they told us daredevil's coming too but we haven't seen him yet oh man i can't wait for that one Uh, and, and again, you know, going back to trailers, we saw a Luke Cage trailer, uh-huh. and uh, we saw a teaser for Iron Fist and Defenders. Right. Yeah. Oh man, so, I missed all that. I haven't oh, seen the Luke, the Luke Cage one's great because one of the big things in Daredevil was um like that the the staircase scene in season two where he's yeah moves his way through the staircase, and it was just yeah. awesome that they kind of they 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 took that and it's just it's Luke Cage just walking through a building, but he's bulletproof. So you can just imagine, oh, wow. like it's like this is Luke, this is like his moment to go through, you know, to go through the stairwell, basically. Oh, um, that's it's, awesome. it's just it's awesome. Yeah. So, Iron Fist and Defenders were pretty just teasery. Not, I mean, not a whole heck of a lot, but 
Just, yeah. just cool, just cool to know it's all coming together. I, 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 I put Iron Fist a little bit ahead because at least we saw some actors and a little bit of things. Yeah, the, yeah. Defenders was yeah, kind of like I'm like you have to really like I don't know my Marvel logos all super well, so I'm like, what's that F from? You know, because it was just the letters. I'm like, there's an R. So, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but yeah, there was it, Luke Cage really was the main one, and then those other two were just kind of the teasers. So, yep, yeah, but yeah, but that Netflix, yeah, like, we need to get that Daredevil. Uh, we have to get Luke. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm I'm all for that. I, I, Marvel Legends is finally kind of getting to the point that with, um, I mean, they're still running behind, right? Because we still, you know, we're still like one or two characters from the last movie we need every time forward. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it's almost like I I could maybe start saving some money and not buying Hot Toys Marvel Cinematic Universe and just get <laughs> these because like get they're these, just yeah. getting so yeah. So I mean, we got Coulson, we got. Uh, Maria Hill, we're getting those side characters, and then if we get the Netflix people in there, it's just going to be a Man. perfect little six-inch show. We need, yeah, like, that's uh, true. The build a figure needs to be Kingpin in that wave. How great would yeah, that be? Yeah, absolutely. Say, oh, wow. D'Onofrio Kingpin would be awesome. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I would. Yeah, I need D'Onofrio like every character as a figure. Come on, like, <laughs> 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 I'd go it. Um, but you know, not just Netflix too. The Mar- I think Marvel Legends for me was probably the biggest. I think it revealed some of the most stuff too, so that helped. But um, Yep. Just Captain Britain, Wonder Man, uh, Dazzler, Angela, um, uh, Polaris. Finally, that's only been twenty years. Um, and uh, Warlock for me. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, oh, Vance Astro, which is a silly little one of mine, but yeah, Vance Astro. Oh, and what about your your black costume Spidey? Oh, and of course, yes, I forgot. Yeah, black costume. yeah I'm <laughs> like, how did I forget for that? that? Uh, yeah. yeah, and and even better, there's no blue highlights. So I am yeah. in black Spider-Man oh, nice. heaven. He's just Great a black. solid black figure, white and highlights, like and perfect. Glossy, yeah, he's like a yeah. nice glossy black and glossy too. finish too. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah I'm I yes, thumbs up. Yep, I was in. <laughs> And that Dazzler, how great is that Dazzler? Oh man, that that created some buzz. That that's what a great figure. Holy moly, with the roller skates and like yeah. the yeah. the rainbow sparks shooting off her hand. Oh, she's wonderful. Got the hair perfect. Uh huh. Yeah, and, and it's like they said at the panel. Like it finally feels like everyone on the Marvel Legends team are fans now. Oh, good. Uh, and that's cutting through some of the red tape, and they you know. Uh. They're not having to justify as much stuff. They're just able to kind of rush forward and go, "Yep, let's let's fill that. Oh, let's do good. that." Yeah. So that's uh, yeah. It's great to be excited about Marvel Legends. No kidding. Yeah, that's cool. So the uh, the Star Wars Black Series stuff. I guess while we're on Hasbro, they didn't have a whole lot of new stuff, but some of the things that they did show uh, were pretty cool. They mm-hmm. had a few mm-hmm. things there. Uh, I was happy to see Hera. Hera, so the rebel stuff yeah, will keep going. Yep. So uh-huh. she was she was definitely my favorite of the the reveals for Black Series. So the fact that we've now got Sabine and Hera and Six Inch Black Series is fantastic. Yep. I mean, look at that. That's Sabine and Hera and Ahsoka they've done from Rebels in Six Inch. How great is it that we got all those awesome you know Rebels chicks in <laughs> in, in the Six Inch scale? I love that. That's so cool. Yeah. Good. Yeah, and I, then and Lando, of course, we got to finally Lando. Great. Um, and and you'll have to forgive me because I, I I am I'm a Star Trek fan to Star Wars later, um, but the 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 Royal Guard uh, when you lifted up his cloak, he had some type of armor, so it was like from another. Everyone was all excited about what was under the red cloak, but I don't yeah. think I ever quite understood. Well, it was from um what was it was uh one of the book series right or uh, 
One of the comics. One of the comics. One of the Dark yeah. Horse. Yeah. Was, uh, what was the character's name? I can't remember it. But there was a specific character. Wow. I'm. I, there's a lot of people probably listening to this screaming. <laughs> They're shouting yeah. at night. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But that's where that armor came from, because there was like a specific character who was quite the fan favorite from that series, um, who was like a royal guard who wore that armor like that. So they opted to put the armor underneath since they were doing the cloth robe, and I thought that was really cool of them to do that. Yeah, 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 it's so neat, because that way you can kind of make it both ways, you know? You can just pose them as a standard guard, or you can pull that robe off and you've got that sweet armor underneath. I think that was a great choice. Yeah. Yeah, it was very smart on their part. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and yeah, I'm 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 spacing on the character's name too, but we did get expanded universe versions of him in the three and three quarter yeah, inch book. Yeah, right, gosh, right. I wish I could remember it. I can't believe I can't remember <laughs> it. Well, they've only released three other Star Wars figures since then. So. Oh, it's hard to keep track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was more surprised that we didn't see more three and three quarter inch. Yeah. yeah, that seemed really strange to me. Right, like uh, it just feels like there's a huge gap between now and September. You know, basically they showed us like a two pack with a you know that final scene version of Poe Dameron. Oh yeah, and, then, and it's like, uh, what about like the giant boss looking guy or his his weird girlfriend or all the aliens <laughs> in the. <laughs> In Maz's play, I mean, it just feels like there's a lot still to do, yeah. and we're just going to be stuck with what's on the pegs right now through September. It just seemed very weird. Yeah, that does seem really strange. And to not, you know, it, it was one thing to like, okay, they didn't really reveal it at Celebration, so here we go, Comic-Con, and then there was nothing there either. That just seemed very, very out of character for for uh, for Hasbro. yeah. I mean, I'm kind of out of touch with this whole scene, but I have I seen in the last day or two some something online about new reveals about three and three quarter inch Star Wars black. Like I saw a picture of like Han and Carbonite or something. Did you guys see that? I didn't see that, but we got we got a, a three and three quarter inch Han and Carbonite right before Star Wars black switched over to like the boxes and stuff. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure what it was I saw. Um, was that last wave that had like the Jawas and oh, yeah. the C-3PO that you build? And... Right, right. Um, I don't know. That that just seemed very out of character for me. Yeah, yeah. totally, uh, totally. But who brought? Who did bring a ton of Star Wars? Was Hot Toys. Yes. Like, they rolled out <laughs> a ton of stuff there. Like Luke. Yeah. That we've all been waiting for. Yeah. Uh, you know, C-3PO, R2-D2. Uh, the power the droid, right? The, or the gonk droid. I saw that. Yeah. The, yeah. Then we got the, the end ending scene, Rey, uh, handing off the lightsaber. Oh, yeah. sweet. And her speeder, or her, not, it's not a speeder, I don't know what her, her vehicle is called, but the... Oh, yeah, yeah. They did, like, the full size of that, too, which looked awesome. Yep. That's cool. And that full-size tie interceptor. That thing was bonkers. Yeah, i got to buy a new house for that. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That stuff is crazy, man, when they do those giant vehicles for Hot Toys. I don't yeah. even get it. <laughs> I don't get it. I, I did it once. I won't do it again. So I, I, they talk, like, it's, it's right. The, that Batmobile is sitting right over here across from me, upright, and it's 
I don't know, four and a half foot tall box because I can't, <laughs> oh, I can't put it anywhere. There's like, I have nowhere to put a oh, three man. foot long Batmobile. So I've just got this, it's like a size of like a, a, a decent size, like a mini fridge in a hotel room, just this black box <laughs> sitting in my office. Oh, it's no. actually got Hot Toys standing on top of it like it's a shelf. I'm like, yeah, there's, a, there's a really cool Batmobile in there. Uh, I don't take it out ever, but it's neat. So. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so no well, more. Hot Toys me. is doing is doing some kind. Of, they did some kind of display overseas for something. I forget what it's it like was. They posted Kong. pictures. Yeah, and the, but they had a a full size ATST. Oh man! In their Star Wars display. <laughs> oh my god! Like well, that me, thing was yeah. crazy. You like a three car garage, so you can have an extra space, the extra car space for the hot toys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they did show uh, too. Uh, hot toys had the. Uh, I, I, I wish the likenesses were a little better, but like the Back to the Future stuff was. It was cool to see it, like Doc Brown and the the the, ver- the movie two version of the car. Um, right. But the uh, doctor, it's, I, Christopher Lynch is difficult. I don't. I don't. I don't know that that's – I don't really see too much that actually looks like him when they do do it. So, um, But it was cool to see it, like the ideas there. I look, hopefully they could tweak the head a little bit. Um, but all the Back to the Future stuff for Hot Toys was cool too. Yeah, I had a couple of friends that were that were worried that they never did remove the glasses from Doc Brown Yeah. Uh, in the display. Like, are they not done yet or is there <laughs> something they're trying to hide? Yeah. The other thing that I thought was pretty cool was the Mondo so, Batman animated series 12 inch. That was yes, pretty neat. That was awesome. Yeah, that was cool. I like the the way that they um they kind of did that shading thing on there, right? With the paint job yes. where they yep. kind of shaded them to look like the animation from the cartoon. Uh but it works really well on it. I mean, it's a great sculpt too. I mean, it it really captures the proportions, the Bruce Tim like proportions and just it was a really neat looking figure and he's got like all those interchangeable face plates like for the mouth so you could do all the different <laughs> mouth poses from the show. I thought that was Yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah. And DC Collectibles is doing something kind of similar with uh, a head pack. Yeah. Did did anyone find out if the heads and capes come together or like do I? They do. Okay, I was hoping so, but I mean, because that was really awesome. Yeah. All the different heads, all the different capes. Like that really yeah. opens up that. I mean, the figure's already awesome anyway. I like it, but I, I thought all that was a really neat idea for a pack. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and then so the Riddler, and I, sadly, I just for for money's sake with that line, I don't. I, I've cut myself off from buying the. Um, the TNBA versions. I just don't have enough to keep up with it. So that Riddler and the Catwoman looked really cool though. Um, but I probably was more excited for the, they, I guess you, I, if you were there, you would have seen it. Maybe the, um, the Mr. Freeze and the poison Ivy. Yep. They were like, yes. they were no photograph stuff, but they were, yep. they, there was the old cartoon, the original cartoon version. Yep. So they I'm looking forward great. to see those. I was really excited about those. I'll so, buy those for sure. Cause yeah, I'm I'm with you. Like I prefer the animated series look stuff, especially with uh, poison Ivy. So I was really excited yeah. to see those there. Yeah, yeah. I, I sold all my, I sold almost all my TNBA stuff. I think I only, I kept Creeper so far, and I kept like Roxy Rocket because you're not, they don't exist the other way. Um, yeah. But yeah, any more of the doubles, I'm like, I got to find somewhere to to not be broke all the time. So that was that was my my stopgap. Was I'm like, well, if I just don't buy half of it, that's good. That's good. Well, two two more come out tomorrow and a two pack. So yep, yeah, I got Gordon. I want to get Gordon and Zatanna tomorrow. So. Oh, I guess three because uh, Rachel oh, and Rachel, yeah, too. and then the uh, Demon and Clarion two pack. Yep, yeah, that one's I'm I'm on the fence on that one. I sh- I don't know. I need to 
I, it's not a good it's not a good week for me. <laughs> yeah. well, we um, got to finally see the Superman animated stuff too. There. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the Superman, yeah. the Lois. That looks great. Superman and Lois. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I was excited about that, and then DC Collectibles actually they had some decent stuff too because they had um well actually I didn't get to see it but the again no photographs the uh, that Super Sons two pack I'm interested in that like the young Damien and the young yeah. uh, Jonathan. Um, yeah. and then I'm I'm like I'm. Uh, I, I I don't know. I'm kind of in between on it. The um, the the bombshells girls getting action figures. Like, I think that's awesome. I I, th- yes, I, I do. do I'm so yeah. conflicted on it because it's so bizarre and neat. But then I'm also like, here's my toy collection. Here's my poison ivy and garters and stockings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know totally. Like, uh, the poison ivy is the one I like the most too. I uh, me too. Yeah, but she's she's so cool. But I was totally. I was uh, I was kind of talking about those with Daniel at dinner at Comic-Con because I thought those were such a cool standout item. Uh, yeah. But, it, you know, like those – their bombshell stuff has been so, like, successful with them. It, and it's yeah, amazing, it really has. It's amazing to see how those designs have just started branching out into all sorts of different things because they're doing those action figures now. Um, one of the other things I just saw at Walmart was, like, the blind box minifigures of the bombshells ladies, which I thought – Yeah, were, the ones that – Cryptozoic yeah, are doing. Yeah, Cryptozoic, yeah. yeah. It's it's so cool to see those designs just like showing up everywhere all of a sudden. It's kind of fun. Oh, I totally didn't know about those. Yeah. Uh, so Cryptozoic is doing minis of the bombshells? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh they're they're stylized. We we saw them, Danny, on the on the way to the river. Oh. On the way to the river. Well, Danny, <laughs> the white one rafting trip. Yeah. But Danny spent all his time feeling up the Tsum Tsum. Oh yeah, bags trying uh, to find a ghost fighter. Understandable, which has not happened. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I will. I probably will get some of those. The, like the poison ivy is cool, um, and then the the baseball bat woman is awesome too. So yeah, I can yeah, definitely so. see those. I actually might the cryptozoic one of that one too is probably tempting just to see that too. Um, but but you said you said they're everywhere like the bombshells. The Suicide Squad Harley Quinn has got to set a record for like the most different figures all at once right like we've oh. seen that from from oh, everywhere from like a, a retro reaction type figure all the way to a hot toy and like oh, every yeah. size in between all at the same time right yeah absolutely <laughs> so also there were three thousand harley quinns walking around san diego County. i bet oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> and not all of them female <laughs> yeah <laughs> harvey was, quinn I all least, right i thought at least Three male ones. This is for sure well. the year of Harley. She yep. is, yeah. she has taken over. Yeah, that is definitely true. Yeah, I'm I'm all in on those those bombshell uh, figures. All right. Well, it sounds like they've sold three sets already just on the podcast. So yeah, that's right. doing good. <laughs> yeah, they're really cool. I like them. Newman. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> You and your wife love everything retro. They true, are retro. true. There you go. Doesn't come much more retro than those guys. <laughs> <No. laughs> um, I guess how about surprises? This one really wasn't a surprise. The writing was kind of on the wall, but uh, Maddie Collector and Motu. Yeah. So obviously this is one of the- Why? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> Let's let let's let Pixel Dan tell us because I don't know what I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, this was this was obviously one of the biggest things that uh, was on my 
to-do list to talk about for the weekend because of my fan base. They were very, very much wanting to know what was going on because uh, Maddie sent out that very cryptic message right at the beginning of Comic-Con that basically yeah. said that they were shutting down Maddie Collector at the end of the year. and it, While we're all standing in line to preview night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sent that yeah. out then, seriously. Yeah. And and the email was so cryptic, didn't really give any explanation as to what was really going on, didn't really clarify if that meant there was no more toys or what was happening. They kind of passed the buck to Super 7 a little bit in it, but it was so unclear. Uh, and never mentioned Thundercats. Yeah, never mentioned Thundercats. Um, yeah. So it was one of those things where it was kind of like, this whole thing was like seriously just unraveling throughout the entire weekend of Comic-Con. Like, for everybody, including the people involved in it. <laughs> like, yes, that's how crazy this whole thing was. Um, like, the, the deal was still kind of being worked out while Comic-Con was happening. So that's how nuts this, this whole situation was. But ultimately, what we, we ended up finding out, I got I did a very in-depth interview with Brian at Super 7, which I think was very helpful in clearing up a lot of uh, the, the questions people had for what was going on. But it... Basically, what's happening is, as of the end of this year, Mattel is done with Masters of the Universe Classics, Thundercats Classics, MattyCollector.com, period. It's done. Yeah. Um, and, and the website goes away on the yeah, 31st. it's going away. Because they've already got, like, they're doing, like, warehouse cleanouts now, right? Because everything's for sale yep. up on their site that they have left. They're just trying to get yep. rid of it all now. It's Except nice. they're not doing the DC stuff, though. I don't know where that stuff ended up. Yeah, I wonder if I wonder if it's like a Big Lots thing or like retail. They just retailed it or something? I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. It's got to show up somewhere because I know there's still some of that out there. <laughs> gotta be. There's got to be. <laughs> but there's still Ghostbusters stuff in their warehouse. Totally. Unless they just repackaged all those for Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but like, so if you've got a subscription for Masters and Thundercats, obviously they're going to finish out what's done with those, but, uh, they haven't produced anything new for either of those. So those lines are both stopping with Mattel at the end of the year, but Super 7, uh, has picked up the license to continue on with Masters of the Universe and, uh, they have worked out. So they've got the horsemen on board and, uh, Brian says that they get to continue using the same molds that Mattel was using. Using. He doesn't know about factory yet, but they're, they're, he's hoping that they're going to use the same factory Mattel was using because he wants the plastic to be the same uh, because Super 7 is planning to continue on with the classics line for Masters of the Universe, which is kind of crazy to see yeah. uh, not Mattel make Masters of the Universe figures, right? It's pretty nuts. Yeah. So, yeah, so they're going to continue on with it. Um, obviously, they haven't started on any of that yet. It's still too early, but... Um, he says that most likely they will start by releasing anything that the horsemen already have done that didn't get released through Mattel. So some stuff that we might not have seen yet, like some of the upcoming filmation characters and stuff. Um, then from there, they're going to start hopefully making new figures uh, for the classics line. And uh, as far as Thundercats goes, Brian says that they want to continue Thundercats, but I guess the license is a lot messier for Thundercats. Um, so it's one of those things where, like, if he can work the license out, then he would like to do it. But he was pretty – he left that all very open-ended. Like, he didn't want to give a definitive on either direction for Thundercats. So that's one of those things we really have to keep our fingers crossed because I would love to see them finish at least the main team. And, you know, like, the rest of the main good guys and bad guys would be great. <laughs> it would be awful just to have another unfinished Thundercats yeah. team right. on our show. Right, right. Um, but I guess it's all down to the licensing on that one. So, 
Yeah, a lot of people I don't think realize that Mattel doesn't own Masters of the Universe anymore. Yeah, I guess that's the thing, right? Like, it's uh, it, w- it was part of that sale to... Who is it that owns it? Is it Universal now? Well, they originally sold it to DreamWorks, but now DreamWorks is owned by NBC Universal. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's actually... You know, Warner Brothers has Thundercats, and NBC Universal has Masters. So, it's it's definitely not just a matter of Mattel going, "Oh, here, go ahead and do that." Mm, okay. uh, they, they have to work out a lot of stuff, and and you know, even you know, I I watched the the interview with with Brian. Even that, there's, I mean, there's still a ton of questions like, how much are these going to cost? Yeah. Like, what, mm-hmm. What, what are his margins? Right. I, I Seven's never made a figure I know. like this before. That's, and that's yeah. my thing, and that's what I kept bringing up, too. Like, they 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 make some great toys, but they've never done anything, like, of this magnitude with, like, right. you know, high-end, articulated figures that are, like, you know, highly detailed kind of sculpts and stuff. They haven't really done that before. Mm-hmm. And uh, he did say that he's hoping to keep the price point around $35 because he doesn't think anybody's going to buy them if they're more expensive than that, and I really agree right. with that. I don't think anybody's going to buy him if they can. Yeah, so... Uh, and then the other oh. bizarre thing for him is that, you know, he it's the worst possible place for him to be as a, a licensee coming in. Like, because it's been running so long, yeah. you, you don't have any A-list, any B-list. Uh, yeah. Uh, you're really coming in with some of the, you know, uh, the the lower tier characters, shall we say, that some people are very excited and very passionate about, and some people will look at and go, I have no idea who that is. Yeah, yeah it's it's an interesting place for him to pick it up, because um, there's a lot of characters out there that, that fans do want, but uh, yeah, this line is, is very much a niche line you know like it's at this point it's for sure for the diehard masters of the universe fans Um, because we've gotten pretty much everybody at this point except for all of these obscure guys who have never had toys before and so that's that's what people are wanting to see um so yeah like you said it's a weird place for a brand new company to be taking over and you know fans are only (laughs) expecting these brand new characters that they haven't gotten yet so. Yeah, and it, and it, and you know at this point it has to be the law of diminishing returns. Like yes. the the subscription model that was set up at Mattel was crappy, but it guaranteed that everyone got made because you had to buy all in. Right. right. If you are now able to pick and choose, you know, if you don't care about. You know, Princess of Power. Exactly. Like my biggest one is is at this point, just because Mattel did such a good job of icing things off, is the uh, um, the Red Beast. You know, which I mean, it would you know kind of use the Gigor, but just we had that one drawing I think that showed it. But it's like I'm excited for Red Beast, but me and that's like ten other people, and so you're going to sell eleven. But yeah. like, if you can do like the filmation Merman, I mean, you might you can get a little ahead on that. But having them separated now is not going to it's not they're not going to bounce out anymore. So yeah, it's not. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work for him. It's going to be. It's going to be very interesting. I'm very curious to see how it all plays out. Obviously, I'm hoping for the best. As a big uh, yeah, fan yeah. of the line and the property, I want to see this, you know, continue and be successful. And I want it to. 
I want it to do well. I definitely don't want this to turn into like, you know, a disaster for Brian or Super 7. You know what I mean? I want it all to work out. So fingers crossed for sure. Yeah, agreed. But, yeah, again, and and the other thing, you know, is there going to be some kind of gap between when Mattel finishes in December and when these start up again, and does everyone come back? I think there's going to have to be a gap, um, because nothing's nothing's made right now, and they haven't started making anything yet, and there's no way that even if they started right now, that it would be ready for January. You know what I mean? Like, uh, we know how production on a toy goes. It doesn't just, it's not something that happens in a matter of a couple months, usually. So, I don't know. I, I feel like, I almost wonder if, um, he was saying that he plans to have a 2017 line, um, but I, I almost wouldn't be surprised if we go all the way till the end of next year before they've got stuff ready to go. I mean, I don't, I don't know how they'd have stuff sooner than that, you know? Right, yeah. yeah. And I, I don't want them to rush. I mean, they need to take For time sure. and do it right. Yeah, yeah, get it figured out, make sure that everything's great, get the kinks worked out. That's the way I'd prefer it, too. So, yeah, very interesting stuff. That was one of the biggest bombs, I think, at Comic-Con, as far as the toy world goes. <laughs> that, that was three days of people asking questions and pulling people aside. And, <laughs> oh, man. I, I, gotta, I, gotta, I, feel, I felt bad for Brian at the show. I cannot imagine how many times he got asked the same questions. And with this all being so new to him, too, like... I, that had to have been a lot for him. <laughs> that had to have been a lot. Well, and I felt bad for the Four Horsemen, too, yeah, because they yeah. were mentioned in those press releases, and they had not had any of those conversations yet. Yeah, that's that was what was crazy. Like, they, I know they met with Brian the, that weekend at Comic-Con to talk things yeah. out, but when Mattel sent out that press release, they were like, we, 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 we don't know any of this. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so beyond... beyond classics how do you guys feel about um the super seven 10 minute masters universe vintage style cartoon how do you feel about the three new uh or well i guess is it three or four new figures in the vintage style that they're doing and where's that going i I think Uh, those are awesome to look at um i know that dan's probably a bigger motu fan than i am um but i think that's for me is that i'm kind of like he does a lot of cool stuff, like the the, the Motu muscle and the the little reaction carded figures, and, and I, I get really close to wanting to buy some of it sometimes. Um, but I think that's kind of another thing too, like the uh, so it's like Dan was talking about which one. Um, but we're we're so far into the line, like I'm I'm I mean classics, I'm good, right? Like I don't I don't need anything else of a different supplemental size because I'm like this is it's all covered, yeah. so. Um, but I mean, if, I mean, I know there's bigger Motu fans than me out there that are like, they'll, they'll want every single size of every single thing, but, uh, well, yeah. And, and I think we have to clarify a little bit too, cause, cause there's the Motusel yeah. yep. figures that just roll off the tongue. Uh, there are the <laughs> reaction style yeah. and then he made four figures in the vintage classic style based on that new mm-hmm. animation. Yeah. Sorry. That's what which I was, I, that's what I was referring to. Okay. Which you know, I wouldn't think people would would just leap into something, uh, you know, sort of untested and, and with no nostalgia factor. But I know they sold out. They did. Like the first night, right? They did. They sold out of them the first night. 
um, physically. Oh, okay. So they started they started taking uh, pre-orders for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> so like they were still allowing you to buy them, but now you have to wait for them to make more and ship them to you, basically. So hmm. uh, like I'm on that list because they sold oh, out on that first night, and I just pre-ordered a set from them there. So can um, I ask, are those are the ones that they had at Comic Con? Like, are they, like, glow-in-the-dark versions and they'll eventually yes. be painted versions? Yes, because if you look at the back of the boxes, it shows the fully painted versions. Yeah, and okay. the ones in the package are glow-in-the-dark. That's their San Diego Comic-Con exclusives. Okay. So I'm certain that he's probably going to release those in the normal colors as well. Yeah. Um, I will say that the glow-in-the-dark on that mummy Skeletor is really rad. Okay. <laughs> I love that. That is cool. Um, but I kind of want to see his his, like three original characters like in their normal colors i think those yeah. might look a little bit better than with the glow in the dark yeah that's um, how he, i felt when i saw him i'm like oh I, I don't know they just i mean i'm not i'm not the hugest fan but when i yeah. saw those and i don't know i get i think this year i was getting a little bit just annoyed at the at the constant like oh we're not going to release the real version first we're going to do a full it's like come on already with that stuff don't don't overplay that yeah well then yeah you have to wonder is that is that going to be the you know his modus operandi for when he launches classics yeah i i don't i don't know if he will be able to do that with classics and uh there's been a lot of it's it's pretty cool to see because he's actually been pretty good about communicating with the fan base a lot already too, which is great. And there's like a big list uh, on he great for him or great for the fan base? Well, <laughs> for the fan base, probably you know. But uh, there's there's already a lot of like things that people are kind of saying that they'd like to see and not like to see. And one of the thing like one of the biggest things people are saying is no. Create no silly repaints and variants and classics like there. That's kind of like a big unanimous. We don't want that. So I kind of hope that they see that and realize that that's not really something that fits with a line like classics. Okay. Yeah. So that, yeah. Ho- hopefully, hopefully that comes through. Yeah. I mean, like, like I, I, I like a lot of the things that super seven does. I feel like some of the stuff they do are just these like, you know, kind of pet project type things. And it's like, I, I don't know exactly how they fund them necessarily, but obviously it's something somebody internally is really passionate about and they just make it, which is cool. Like, like the new worst figures. Uh, yeah, there's those- a lot of teasers on those and I was really anticipate, you know, like I, I, I had a lot of interest in those. And, you know, if I were, if I would have been at con and they were available in the final painted versions, I probably would have impulse buy those. But yep. that, but again, that was another situation where they were not the final versions. They were just these like unpainted, you know, both prototypes of a line that nobody has any nostalgic connection to. So I, I yeah. really wonder about like like that and some of the other things that I don't well, know, seem I like a bit of a if you want to if you want to look at the positive side of that, at least the Comic-Con exclusives are the non-painted things, and the regular releases are the fully painted final figures. So yeah, if you want to no look doubt. at it from and, that and aspect, you know what I mean? Like, you know, some, some, yeah. sometimes people don't like it when a cool toy is exclusive to a convention and it's hard to get. So, you know, the fact yeah. that he does, like, the prototype things at cons... I'm okay with that as long as there's a fi- real version, you know, like a painted version coming out as a normal release later on. I can wait. <laughs> I to- yeah, I totally hear what you're saying. I'm not even arguing that. And I'm not even approaching it necessarily from a 
from a fan or collector viewpoint, I just wonder how how viable that is for for a company like Super Seven to you know to to pull off. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But anyway, it it was cool. Uh, you know, I'm I'm glad they did it. One of my favorite things out of San Diego Comic Con was the wave two of the Kenner style Masters of the Universe figures. That's like one of the first things I bought. Uh, you know, as soon as it yeah, those available. are those are neat. And they, I actually messaged Super Seven today saying, "Where the heck are they? I haven't gotten them yet, and I haven't even gotten the shipping information." And they wrote back actually right away to their credit saying that it took a little while to get everything back from San Diego and they finally have and they're shipping now and I immediately got it got some tracking info so that was cool. Oh nice. Yeah. Sweet. So, so kudos to those Sweet. guys for that. It's going to be interesting to see what all they do with all those lines too cuz Brian was talking about like continuing that reaction style line and he wants to do more in that 5.5 style too like the vintage masters of the universe figures because he was he was talking about like continuing that line like doing some of the unreleased stuff and i'll tell you what if he does that that's that would be great like if i get a vintage hero figure that never got released and it comes on an actual card back like that oh that would be wonderful i would be all in on something like that so i I kind of hope he does that's solid that's solid yeah. gold, and that's what and that's what honestly they kind of pioneered with the with the vintage you know alien uh, alien figures stuff that should right. have come out back in the day but didn't for one reason or another and now we have the wherewithal to right those wrongs and bring it back and 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 they were kind of at the forefront of that and now we have an entire you know. Um, sub-genre within our hobby of just that. I mean, one of the craziest, right. most awesome exclusives of, enti- of the entire San Diego Comic-Con was the Funko Dark Crystal uh, Kira figure with the... With the uh, I'm blanking on what the name of that thing is. The, the, it was the, the Jen figure with the Landstrike. Oh, Jen. Yeah, Jen with the Landstrike. Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. But yeah, I mean, that was, that was huge, and... Um, that was that was this, like the other thing that I bought, you know, as, as soon as it was available on ToysRUs.com, um, and you know, just illustrating the point that there was another, you know, line that, you know, was just about ready to be produced, you know, back in the day, but for whatever reason wasn't, and you know, here here we are in 2016, seeing it, you know, for all intents and purposes, uh, it's seeing the light of day. Totally. Yeah, I love although, that. Although I, I, I wish I had not waited in line oh, for two and a half uh, hours to get it on preview night, yeah, only we, to find out it was then available on ToysRUs.com. Uh, ouch. Yeah, we, <laughs> should, we should talk about that a little bit, you know, because we <laughs> – Daniel and I were both in the Funko line together on preview night, and we waited oh, two and a half Except hours. For, you know, we were about 20 people apart, so we just right. would see each other in five minutes. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We together. kept crisscrossing <laughs> as the line snaked around. We would we would be next to each other for a little bit, and then we'd move. Uh, but yeah, like the the thing that stunk about that is we got our cool little wristbands, which allowed us to get into the Funko line. But then we still had to wait two and a half hours to actually buy stuff. And by the time we got up there, everything we wanted was sold out. Um, and again, I was twenty people behind you, so everything was really sold out by the time yeah. I got there. Yeah. 
The only thing I really wanted were those Haunted Mansion pops, and they were long gone by the time I got up there. I was so disappointed. Uh, we got, we got, uh, I got the Dark Crystal figure, but it's like the only thing I walked away from there with. And again, it was available you on Twitter. So I waited two and a half hours to not buy the Haunted Mansion pops and buy something I could buy at Toys R Us. So yeah. that that was nice waste of time. <laughs> Good times. Too bad. Yeah. Go Comic Con. sorry to hear that and that was Uh, the thing where we you know as soon as the doors opened we ran there sure and there was already like a a billion people there i was like how did all these people get in this line if the doors just (laughs) opened yeah yeah good question oh man and it was like scalper uh central like on the outside of the line like once you got close up to the place where you actually were ready to buy your stuff, there were just a ton of people lined up on the outside of the line going, hey, are you buying everything on the list? Can you pick this stuff up for me? It was <laughs> insane. Yeah, it was yeah, They tough. eventually had to put a security guard there clearing those people out. It was so, so prevalent. Yeah, yeah, it was nuts. <laughs> just bonkers. Uh, the, the other thing that I was very excited about was finally seeing the reveal of the NECA Kenner Alien line. Yes. They, uh, for those that, that might not have seen it, uh, NECA in extending their, their Alien line further, like they've been doing with Predator, uh, are making the ones that Kenner did in the 90s. So they're not just repaints. They're, you know, yes. they're sculpting new parts for Gorilla Aliens and Snake Aliens and all those, mantis uh, alien, mantis alien, yeah. He's so beautiful. The, the gorilla one was cool. <laughs> I, the one was great. The mantis one was great. I was, I was, I'm because I like weird things. Um, the uh, the the one that was very towards the kinderline. They did that just that straight like bright blue repaint. Yeah, yes. basic alien. The KB and, one. Yeah, yeah, the KB one. So just to see that um, as. Um, the big chap just done in that that bright blue. I was that was, the mantis one was a beautiful sculpt. The gorilla one had beautiful parts, um, but just seeing that blue repaint, I was like, yeah, I'm buying that one. I got to have that one. So um, I, I've actually been anticipating that one so much that I've got that all blue Predator. I've got the blue Robocop. I've got the blue Terminator. I'm just getting my nice little blue collection of Nika figures. <laughs> so, but the mantis and the gorilla, the gorilla legs could have been a little stubbier, uh, but other than that, I mean, they're just they were amazing. Um, we'd been waiting forever. And there was a, like a tan alien too. I don't think I knew what that was from, but it looked pretty groovy too. There was a, what, what was, it was the like last a one? brownish tan? Like the whole alien was just brownish tan, but I didn't yeah. know. And there was like a magenta one. There was a lot that I, I, I feel like I know a lot about the Kenner alien stuff. And then I see those. I'm like, man, I don't, I don't know, but there was just a lot of neat looking stuff for sure. Yeah. So that, that tannish, uh, brown one that you were talking about, it's kind of like a yellowish brownish tan. Yeah, he yeah. was he was one of like the weird mystery ones that they put in there because Randy said that they put some Easter eggs in the case and he wanted to see if anybody would notice. And I totally overlooked this at the show, but noticed online afterwards uh, that one, that yellowish one. If you look at it, he's got like little red eyes on the side of his head. It's a little bit okay. different looking than a normal Zeno. And then I noticed somebody on Twitter asked him and posted a picture of the yellow pizza aliens from the Ninja Turtles cartoon and asked him, did you guys just make this? And he responded, okay. I don't know. He responded, I don't know, did we? With a question mark and a winky face. So I'm pretty <laughs> sure 
that that is as a nod to the Tur- Ninja Turtles cartoon, the episode where the little I don't know if you guys remember that, but it was like the little anchovies on the pizza basically turned into like xenomorphs, and there was a bunch of them. <laughs> yep. So that's Amazing. that's apparently what that one is. Yeah, they oh totally like. Yeah, right. Isn't that insane? <laughs> now there you have it, Turtles fans. You have to buy an alien figure. I know, right? And of course, of course, <laughs> it's not like it's not being outright confirmed, but it's sure as being hinted at. You know, because it's it's probably one of those weird little things that they can do without really doing. <laughs> you know what huh. I mean? Yeah. Uh, well, didn't he hide like the little baby turtle from the movie, like in the Predator case one day? Yeah, too? I think he did. I missed that too. I know they. He always hides things in there, and I never see that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how great did those movie turtles look, though? Too. Oh. Uh, yeah. Stuff? Holy moly! They just looked like shrunk down versions of the actual Henson costumes. They were gorgeous. I cannot yeah. wait to get those. I'm also very excited about the prospects of them doing more turtles, which he also dropped at the show. He says that they were for sure doing more turtles and that he would be revealing exactly what soon. So I'm very excited. Cool. Very excited because that arcade, those arcade packs are wonderful. Yeah, they really are. Good. Yeah. So glad I was able to (laughs) secure those. I saw those. I gave up on those as soon as I saw them, but they are gorgeous. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. How crazy was NECA's line for those because of those? Like, I don't think I've ever seen the line for their exclusives continuously wrap around and block their booth the way it was this year. Oh. It was nuts. Oh. Yeah. But there was this bizarre thing. So they, they basically, you know, their their booth was a big rectangle, and they were selling things out of both ends. So one end was... <laughs> Is that figuratively or literally? Yeah, <laughs> no, literally. Okay. Literally. <laughs> So there was one one part of it that was you would walk up and buy the stuff if you didn't pre-order, but then if you did pre-order, you have to go around back and talk to this guy. You know, <laughs> it seemed very, very strange, very shady. Like, oh no, we're not selling those here. You got to go around back. <laughs> okay. Uh, they also did the uh, the Ali versus Superman two pack that. I think yeah, that showed up online first, oh, but it was at the gosh, con too, yes. wasn't it? Uh huh. It was. Yes. It looks really cool. I'm it excited for that cool. one. Yeah, it's neat. That's such a great pack. And they were working on it before he passed away. Yes. Oh, okay. I was kind okay. of curious about that. Yeah. But boy, that thing looks dynamite. I am. I'm all in on that sucker. Yeah. And I need that. I want to see that Superman head painted normal as well. I bet it. I mean, it just looks like a great sculpt. Like, yeah. Now they had that displayed in a boxing ring. Does that, did they make that boxing ring for some of the Rocky figures, or is that come with? Or, I don't know. I think you guys that's know just one of their ring itself. Yeah, I think that's what I think it's just one of their diorama things they built. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But probably not a terrible idea to you know look into one of the wrestling rings or something that you could yeah. tweak. Yeah. I actually grabbed one at Target this week. They had it on sale. Mm. The uh, that classic WW uh, '80s one, uh, WWF oh, one, nice. was on sale. The Ruther Cage. It was like twelve fifty. It was like seventy five percent off. It was awesome. So oh, I, I I don't have a need for it, but someday. And I actually, yeah, the reason it got me to get it too was the uh, silly thing with the 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 ropes are red, white, and blue. So I was thinking about like Apollo oh. Creed and and uh, like Rocky and the different things in there for that too. So yeah, that's oh, cool. Total. Yeah, and the the other one of the other things that really just knocked my socks off uh, were the 
Mezco 112 Collective, just how uh, expansive they're getting on that. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely just, wanted to talk about that. I don't so look cool. at those. <laughs> That's the only way I deal with it. I'm just like, no, they're so gorgeous. They do such a great job. I'm just like, man, like if I was starting collecting now, and then it would be fantastic. <laughs> but yeah. I feel like I've bought so much DC and Marvel and Star Trek already, but God, they're so gorgeous. Oh. That dark side figure is yes. is insanely gorgeous. Yep, so uh, good. And yeah. I could and the closer I got to their booth, the louder I could actually hear my wallet crying. Yeah. <laughs> Very strange. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, the the dark side was a standout figure of all San Diego Comic Con for me. Um, and uh, I don't know, but there was there was a bunch of others that were just amazing too, like Red Skull, totally cool. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to get that. And, of course, Suicide Squad Harlequin in every size, everywhere. She's already there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the, yeah, that was the other kind of crazy thing. Like, the, 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 everyone seemed to have a Ghostbusters license. Everyone seemed to have a Ninja Turtles license. Right? Yeah. 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 It was just everywhere. I know. The year of the turtles continues. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I've avoided those. I think that uh, Space Ghost will probably be. I've got a. I have the first Batman because I had to try it, and I love him. Mm-hmm. Um, but that Space Ghost is going to finally. I mean, there's so many I would want, but that Space Ghost is going to be the one that finally just says, "Okay, you have to save up some money, and you have to do this one." Yeah. So, um, he'll be the first one, and but the Star Trek ones are the ones that really get me. Just those, the likenesses are good, and the Sulu, the Spock, Mirror yeah. Spock. Um, yeah. yeah, fantastic stuff. Are you going to get the regular Space Ghost or the Entertainment Earth exclusive Glow in the Dark? I don't know yet because I I want to see that Glow in the Dark one and see what it actually looks like when it's not Glow in the Dark. That's kind of where I'm at with that one, too. Um, I don't don't know. I don't know if it's regular colors and then there's paint on top of it or if it's just going to be white or I I don't know. But I mean, I'll probably opt for the regular one unless the Glow in the Dark one has, you know, it kind of can fake being not Glow in the Dark when it's light out, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I, le- I love when like uh, companies like Mezco or Neco will kind of you know expand beyond just action figures and do other you know collectible type things like 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 this year the you know the plush uh, Thundercats snarf figure and yeah. in years mm-hmm. and in years past when when Mezco did like the Breaking Bad uh, pink teddy bear that was floating in the pool I love stuff like that <laughs> and I'm a total sucker for it. Um, and so I'm glad that they they'll they'll throw stuff like that in the mix too. Yeah, the, the, they did uh, like plush snarf. Uh, Mezco did that was one of their exclusives this year, yeah. which is something that uh, Bondi had planned on doing, you know, back in the 2012 or whatever. So it's just neat to see uh, that come full circle. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I like those. But yeah, uh, I love love seeing them the pin, branch out like the pin mates, since like the branching out stuff and just the weird not action figures. The, like the little wooden, oh, yeah. the little classic wooden the ones, figures. The Big um, Bang Power. Dude. Yeah, yeah, um, those were neat. Um, I was a little jealous that they are like they had a bridge on display already because I'm like I still don't have my like original series Playmates bridge. I've been waiting for uh-huh. like 30 years, but um, just those pin mates and just seeing so many different ones that like like Egghead from the classic Batman. It was just a lot of just neat wide mm-hmm. swath had already covered. I thought those were pretty cool for an off-the-wall kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. I, uh, a couple, uh, was this 
It was before Khan, I think. A couple of days before Khan, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan of the, the old hip-hop group Public Enemy. And <laughs> I'm on like the, their, kind of like their mailing list, uh, their email list. And on one of their just weekly email blasts, there was like this part of it saying, hey, check it out. New Public Enemy action figures are coming. And I'm like, what? So I click on it. And sure enough, this company called Press Pop Toys is making this four pack of Public Enemy action figures with like Terminator X, Chuck D, Flavor Flav and Professor Griff. And they are stylized to kind of match the artwork from these this, these uh, comic books that have been coming out over the last number of years called Hip Hop Family Tree, which is super, super popular. Um, and so, like, right away, I, I pre-ordered them. And, you know, it's another thing I'm kind of waiting for. But I see that, like, they're not actually going to be available until August or something like that. But from what I understand, they were on display at San Diego Comic-Con too. And I don't know if any of you guys would have even noticed or had any interest, but um, apparently they were there. Do you know who, what booth they were I at? I don't. I have no idea, huh. uh, to be honest. But it's, it's kind of cool and it's kind of exciting because if these are sort of related to that, those graphic, those hip-hop family tree graphic novels, there's a whole slew of, you know, you know, figures that could be made based on these kind of classic hip hop artists. So I've got my kind of, you know, fingers crossed that the, you know, this set uh, is successful and maybe it expands to, to others in the future. Yeah, that sounds, that's totally up your alley. Yeah. Yeah. Way (laughs) completely unexpected. I mean, to the degree that like a few months ago I made with the help of uh, my friend and neighbor, who's been kind of helping me with some super Newman's little custom uh, figures that I've been making for shots. I did a, a little uh, two shot series where they go to a public enemy concert and I made these custom Chuck D and flavor play figures again with the help of my friend. And uh, so then like right on the heels of that to see these, it was like, ah, that's weird. Like one of those typical, like soon as soon as like an awesome customizer makes a custom <laughs> of something, a company announces that they're going to make that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. So anyway, that was one of the odd kind of oddball unique things that I was excited about um, that uh, was revealed at con. Well, anyone else have anything cool or, or awesome exclusive before we get to our Dan of the month? Um, I do want to give a shout out to QMX for doing those. Uh, they showed off two movie figures for Star Trek. Um, yes. They're six scale. So they're, they're a bit, they'll probably be a bit high for me to buy, but I really want to save up for those just because I've always, I mean, I'm a big Trek fan. I love those movie uniforms. Um, so I'm really looking. They did a good job on the TOS head sculpts already, so I think those will be a really awesome thing. Um, and then, uh, uh, oh, DC Multiverse too. I wanted to talk about that a little bit, just because it's it's more of that the DC Classics line quite isn't quite dead. It's like yes. living on. So um, I, yeah, yeah. The uh, that King Shark build a figure was amazing. Yes. Um, I have not even. I I really I'm still really bad about watching those DC shows. I really have. I keep meaning to do it, and, and I haven't. But um, so I haven't, I, mean, I haven't actually seen King Shark in the show, but that figure just looked fantastic. And then the alternate, uh, I guess there was an alternate hammerhead type head um, that could go on it too with another figure. So I just thought that was a really neat thing. Um, yeah, yeah. But just mostly, I think for it was Wonder Girl, uh, Reaper, uh, Doc Psycho. I'm just getting a few more old school comic book characters on there. So it's kind of like even if it's just one or two figures or three mixed in with the other stuff, 
I'm just really excited at Mattel for still getting some classic DC back out there and, and keeping that going. Um, and, and more. Yeah. I mean, they, they've got, a, there's a still a ton they haven't shown yet. So that's they, good to they're hear. not, they're not skimping on them. This is, this is their new world order once again. So, and the horsemen are working on them and just really dynamite stuff. And, and, you know, again, pulling from TV shows, movies, and the, the all eras of the comic books. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, I mean, if I, if I could have, picked what would happen i mean this would be it so i'm just happy that's not dead i haven't i really i haven't been i haven't been good i haven't gone back and updated that checklist with like the the recent dk figures and things like that so i need to do that now but i gotta kind of figure out like i don't remember how to code that checklist anymore it's been so long since i needed to update it but i'm just excited for those um even stuff that like i I don't even really i don't even i don't think i've ever read dark knight three or whatever the frank whatever the frank miller the third dark knight installment is called but like the Wonder Woman and the Flash from that, and I'm like, this is all just awesome, awesome time to still be in the DC stuff. So I'm really excited for that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Dark Knight Three is still going on right now, actually. Okay. So see, I don't even. Yes, that's it, what I don't even. It hasn't wrapped don't up. Don't even yet, know. But it, yeah. But it's really great. I've been really enjoying it. Much, much better than Part Two. So. All right. Let's check it out. Mm. Yeah, I I recommend it. Anyone else have anything else they want to mention? I think I've covered all the stuff I really, really wanted to talk about. <laughs> Pixel Dave's like, go watch my 500 hours of video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, just real quick, um, going back to Super 7, seeing the painted uh, Street Fighter Kenner-style figures oh, were kind of yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm not even like a huge Street Fighter fan, but like kind of just seeing those and them capturing that that quality, I'm like, ah, I'll, I'll for sure be getting those. Yeah, I can't wait to see the Mega Man stuff, too. I was kind of hoping we'd see that also, since we yeah. saw, like, the teaser stuff at Toy Fair. But, uh, right. yeah, Street Fighter stuff looks great. I'm excited for that. And, we, and there was also, like, we're, I mean, I know I saw photos of the unpainted Hellboy figures, correct? Yes, yeah. Well, those yes. were, like, even rough sculptures. That's what oh, okay. Those, those were, like, the actual hand-sculpted pieces, I think, that they had on display. Ah. Yeah, they still look like they were wax. Castle. Yeah. The castling and stuff. So. Right on. Yeah, they're doing great stuff. It's fun to see you know the, them extending that same sort of uh, style you know that that we're getting it from a couple of different places. We're still seeing some of that from Biff Bang Pow yep. with their with uh, you know their Twilight Zone stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's it's fun fun to keep seeing more of that stuff come out and build that kind of retro universe once again yeah totally all right well on that note gentlemen it's time for a dan of the month Woo! <laughs> has anyone not done a dan of the month yet i can't i can't even recall now i think we've all done one yeah i think I, I think i did the last one right we all right <laughs> we, did, we did figure and damn last time that's right <laughs> we, did, we caused right. some money to be spent as i recall that's right, that's right. <laughs> I'm not sure that's going to happen this month. Probably not. But yeah, it would probably be much cheaper, switch. though. Yes, it would. And easier to find. <laughs> yeah. So this this month we're going to go with Dan Aykroyd from the Coneheads uh, <laughs> Playmates. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. And uh, what's the what's the his character's name? I forget. Veldar. 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 I wanted to say Kreplar, but I'm thinking of. Uh, <laughs> Galaxy Quest. Yes, Beldar. 
And I think we're specifically going with the sweater vest version, right? Because they made a couple of them. They did make a couple of them. This one, he's kind of like in his go to the country club and play golf outfit. <laughs> I'm not even... When I was when when we were first discussing this podcast and the idea of doing a Dan in the month, I went furiously searching for any figure that existed that was either named Dan or the actor was named Dan, et cetera, et cetera. And this was one of the ones that I grabbed in a you know probably two or three day eBay fury. Um, and I don't know much about. Uh, this line, I actually don't even know much about the Saturday Night Live Conehead <laughs> skit. I do own this figure, and I can tell you whatever you want about it and its accessories. Well, this this was uh, this was actually for the movie, right. the Conehead's movie yep. that came out, uh, and it's very much in that same uh, playmate style as their Star Trek stuff. That kind of squatty, smooth pant, uh, right? Yep. And style. that honestly right there is why I have it. I, I, I actually have all of those. I think there were, there were like a half dozen or so or something in the line. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I, was, I was such a junkie for that Playmate stuff because that Star Trek line is still one of the best things ever. I, I Honestly, if anyone listening to this podcast is wanting to make retro figures, figure out how to make more Playmates figures. Because I know that they're only like a dollar at all the stores and you would think that no one would ever buy them. But I guarantee that there are some of us that if you would just make things that they didn't do back then, I would totally buy more Playmates five and a half inch figures. Um, I had all those; they were fantastic. Um, and and but that caused me to buy stuff that I don't need, uh, like Sequest. Like I have Sequest figures still oh, in a box yeah, somewhere that's, because that's they were Playmates and they were in scale. Like I, you can have Darwin team up with Data if you really wanted to. Um, and the Coneheads were the same thing. I I, I like like uh, like Danny just said. I don't really I don't I know this kid exists. Um, I've seen the movie. I know they come from France. Um, and I know they, well, they, they come from space. Yeah. They're, <laughs> no, they're from France. They're from France. Um, and, uh, uh, I've probably seen the commercials, uh, with them in it with state farm more than I've seen anything else. Um, but they were playmates figures and they were in that same scale and style. Um, so I just ended up getting them all. <laughs> so it's just a weird thing, but I, I had all, I had both Dan Aykroyd's and the, the daughter and the, uh, uh, all that good stuff, yeah. <laughs> I, I love that awesome. you have those. I really do. Um, which reminds me, um, were the Dick Tracy figures made by Playmates? They were, yeah. I, and, I, and they weren't. Yes. Those wouldn't have fit in, but I had all those the same way. It was just that was that was. That's the, what reminded me of it. I, yeah, that Playmates junkie. Like, I mean, it just Playmates was the, it was the to do thing. So I just awesome. had all the Playmates, tons of turtles too. So that was yeah, a good era was. for Playmates. It really, oh, it was. really was. I mean, gosh, man, turtles and Star Trek and Dick Tracy and you know, just they had a lot of good stuff going on. The I really liked their Earthworm Jim toy line that they I also have, I bought all those too. Yeah, I bought a bunch of those, and the yeah. Toxic Crusaders, which also fits yeah. right in with your. Turtles. I mean, they did a lot of good stuff during that era. It was good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think they went ahead and numbered the feet of the Coneheads line. <laughs> One, like seven, 34. Yeah. I don't think they anticipated them. Uh, the, I think the toy line, much like the movie, uh, was not as well received as, <laughs> as Hope. Right. I know there were a lot of them on clearance at KB back in the day. Yeah. Uh, but they did, as I recall, they did come with quite a few accessories, like Star, like the Star Trek Playmates. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah this Back one, I'm that. looking at it right now. This one came with a base. He came with a, a pretty large trophy. That I was says, like the, the three little half moons, right? The little black circle? Yep. I'm like vaguely remembering, yeah. That's exactly right. 
The trophy says Beldar Conehead number one. He comes with a <laughs> six pack of beer. He comes with a yep. golf club. And then there's this cardboard triangular uh, piece that that came in a little plastic baggie with the base, and it's a uh, it's a Cone Speak translation card, and it's got a series of maybe like a dozen words, uh, Cone to English. <laughs> and at the bottom wow. of it, it says collect mass quantities. Right. Yes, because that's what they they always say. They'd meet eat mass quantities of right. Consume, Cheetos and consume yeah, consume mass quantities. They were on all yeah. those Subway commercials back then. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so we salute you, our Dan of the Month, Beldar, Dan Aykroyd, <laughs> the Coneheads feature film. <laughs> <laughs> well, gentlemen, uh, that has been another almost hour and a half of talking about all the the toy goodness and uh, pop culturey stuff that we love so dearly. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time flies time. with you guys. That's true. That is true. <laughs> so I, I thank you all for your time, and uh, let's do this again next month. What do you say? Sounds good to me. Excellent. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, if there's any topics or anything you want us to tackle, go ahead and shoot us an email. I think we're all pretty easy to find. You can post uh, uh, anything to the Legion of Dan's Facebook page. And uh, we'll be talking at you soon in just a couple of weeks. Sweet. All right. Well, have a have a good one, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Take care, guys. <laughs>